Professor Perro, what did you want to learn with this review? We were trying to understand what kind of information is out there regarding sex differences in depression. Why is this important? Because we know that females are uh, twice as likely to develop depression than men, and we wanted to try and ascertain, you know, what do we know about why that is. And what did you find? We found, unfortunately, not as much as we hoped. There are significant knowledge gaps, uh, both in the clinical studies and the preclinical studies. So the preclinical studies, meaning the animal models that, that people use to study the disorder. And we found with the clinical studies, uh, there was just a lot of caveats that affected the data, such as, you know, are the patients comorbid with anxiety? Was that taken into account? You know, are the females of reproductive age or are they not? Uh, what stage of the cycle are they in? What kind of medications are they on? All of these things just influence the data, and if they're not really considered, then it, it's kind of hard to compare. So what do you conclude from this? I conclude that we need to know more. We, we need to have studies that focus specifically on elucidating sex differences in depression. Why is this important? It's important because not only depression, but all neuropsychiatric disorders are very heterogeneous, simply meaning that there are a lot of underlying causes uh, for these disorders. And we want to be able to treat these disorders better than we're doing. And to do so, we need to understand how these individuals are different from one another. How is it different between men and women? Can you just give us a layman's a bit of understanding? So we know that a female hormones, so estrogens, impact so many processes, various biological processes, uh, brainwave patterns, which is what I look at, as well as various behaviors. So if estrogens impact on these processes and they change throughout the course of a lifespan or even a cycle, then there's going to be significant repercussions of that, and we need to understand what that means. It sounds very complicated. It, it is complicated, and I think that's part of the reason why a lot of studies haven't evaluated it, because when you start looking at women's reproductive cycles or monthly cycles and these variations in hormones, it can get quite complicated. It is, it is a lot easier to study males. So how do you suggest we proceed? So I think that it's getting better, so there's good news. There's more awareness that male and female brains are fundamentally different. And a lot of the funding agencies that fund our research are really on board with promoting inclusivity of both sexes when we design our studies. So I think that's going to have really large effects when it comes to the future of research of mood disorders. And how do you think this review will affect that? Well, what we were doing was hoping to bring some awareness to the lack of knowledge out there where we discuss, you know, what do we know? We also highlight, you know, the studies that maybe show different things. And the reasons that they may show different things is because the age of the women are different or the medications they were on are different. So we're really trying to find out or highlight 
what's missing and what we can do to actually improve our knowledge in figuring out what these sex differences are. Well, thank you so much for telling us about it. No problem at all.